Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. We learned today many millennials are doing grandma and grandpa hobbies. In fact, a lot of um, knitters with yeah. some very wonderful social handles. They love knitting. It's a lot of fun. We also found out that Whip still has a bone to pick with people watching and complaining about Taylor Swift at NFL games. Yeah, it's like a hot take with a heart. It really was today. More heartfelt versions of that. That and so much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If you're feeling angry, Gwyneth Paltrow recommends you take a plastic bat and beat the crap out of a bunch of ass. Because that's what she's been doing according to her executive coach. That's what she called the person. My executive coach. Okay. Those are just two words that got put together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 totally. Like you're a newsman. Yeah, at this le- is an at executive. That's, that's a job. You can define I get it. it a little it, better. What's an executive, executive coach. You can tell the kids tonight at practice. I'm an executive yeah. coach now. So uh, two toe, toe touches and run of six yeah. miles. Go. Yeah, I, I gave myself the title. That's right. right. It sounds like a perfect job. Yeah, it really because does. it's not definable. It can be whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what True. happens when you work for a company called Goop. Yeah, yeah. do whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> what do you do when you're angry? Text it to us at three one two two three three one zero one nine. We're gonna get things started a very simple way. Terry just goes for a walk. I get that. That's it's like great. get out, get some fresh air. Yeah, that's nice. This one is very popular. Kimberly texted it along with a uh, bunch of other numbers. 708s, 312s. I do a mass deep cleaning when I get angry. Just clean. I, I like that. You get focused on something. For me, it's like a thing I can control, and I will, mm-hmm. I'll solve a problem. I'll clean the stove. And now the stove is clean, and it's better than it was before I got it. Scrub yeah. the S yes. out of it. Scrub the S so out of it. Yeah. Elbow grease. Get it going. 708, very simple. I cry. Sure. Okay. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. 708, I cuss a lot and just say all that stuff is stupid. That's a good one. 847, I scream in the shower when I'm angry. That's nice. Okay. 779, when I'm angry, I smoke a joint. But then again, I smoke joints all the time. 779. Okay. okay that's that helps you not be angry. That's I don't fine, know. yeah. <laughs> 773, I scream, damn it, Joel, just to blame someone. 773. He did it. You're yeah. right. Nikki's husband, Joel, taking the heat from people he doesn't even know. <laughs> Unless Nikki texted in. Right. I was like, hang on. Yeah, hang on a second. We should add your number to the system. (laughs) Sometimes when I'm angry, I can't help but laugh hysterically. It's probably very off-putting to most. More than raging and an angry outburst, I just laugh. I kind of get that. It's like Joker style. Yeah, it really is. I'm like, "Uh, are you unhinged? Yeah. A lot of rage cleaning happening in here. It's 219. When I'm angry, I press my screaming goat toy. Is that like a... 
Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I thought it was some sort of euphemism I don't understand. Oh, it might be. Hey, man, let's come hit the screaming goat. All right. What? <laughs> I write a dear jerk letter and state specifically what they mean to me and why they're such jerks and all their horrible actions, and then I read it out loud and I shred it with enthusiasm. Okay. That's kind of nice. You write away the mm-hmm. anger. 815, I'll just rant to my girlfriend all about my wife. Wait a <gasps> second. <laughs> oh, that was... Uh, Hang on a second, 815. You being better be a, a comedian. Comedic this morning. If you're not a comedian, you're an a-hole. <laughs> 815, I play video games, but then I picture the face of the person that I'm angry at on the video game character. Finish so him. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Damn you, Kyle. Like, what? What did Kyle do? I will scream and then throw the closest thing to me across the room. Just hope that's not a glass filled with ice and good. Mm-hmm. When I get angry, I go and tell my 90-pound American boxer bulldog all about my problems. And then he gives me a good pat on the head and it's all good. Aww. That's kind of sweet. A lot of walking, a lot of swearing. And finally, 708, when I'm angry, I sit on the toilet and release all the demons inside me. Whoa. 708. Yeah, Going to the bathroom really helps. Yeah, you got to crap away the rage. You're like, why do I feel so, like, annoyed? Light. Yeah. I got to go blow out all this rage. Yeah. Wow. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. A new trend has popped off on TikTok where teachers are recording their students of every grade level singing this song, and we don't get it. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Great to teach it to the kids, I suppose. That's fine. But, but we don't get why. So, teachers, if you could help us out, 312-233-1019. Good morning, Francesca. Good morning. Do I have this right? You are an assistant principal? I am. Okay, great. And what kind of school? A high school, a middle school, elementary? Middle school. A middle school. Okay, so is that six, seven, eight? Is that what that is? Grades? You you got, you got it. Oh, thanks. Nailed right. it. Awesome. <laughs> Hashtag math. Yeah, that did it. <laughs> okay, so, Francesca, do you are you familiar with this John Denver song trend? Uh, I am very familiar with it. Okay, so much so that you had students perform it? Um, The principal plays it over the intercom for a straight month every morning, and then he makes the entire school sing. Okay. And he quizzes them in the hallway. I have one simple question. Why? We don't get it. Like, what what is the connection? (laughs) Um, I wish I knew. I have no clue. (laughs) I'm like, is it a geography thing? Like, you're trying to tell people? No, okay. No, he literally just loves it. I've known the man for 17 years, and I'm going to be honest. He might be the trendsetter. He might be the he one. Does this yeah. every year. He might be the one. Wait, every wait, wait. Year. He's been doing this every, how how many years? I mean, I've known him for 17 years, and for at least the last 10. Wow. He's now he, been doing that. He might have really? started it then. He That's, might be the one. Yeah. yeah. And how do the students yeah. react? I mean, you've got 6th, 7th, and 8th grade kids. That's a tough, you know, time in a kid's life where they start being independent, making their own decisions, telling you you suck and so on. Like, uh, how do the kids react? Correct, yeah. I mean, if you could ever, if you can imagine the sound that an eye roll makes, it like permeates the entire building. (laughs) But does he just, because you said that the principal will play it every day for a month. So is he kind of just like, I'm going to do this until you like it. And and then eventually do they come around? Yes. Actually, it's been known to actually travel to the high schools where at their assemblies at the high school, the kids will actually start singing it. Because the kids from our building will go and do it over there. Really? This is uh, yes, wild. This is this is accurate. Yes, this happens. I feel At, like, like their pep assemblies. There's something crazy. 
we just we just like stumbled upon it behind the music here. Without a doubt, that with, we weren't totally. ready. We had for. no idea. Yeah. Now, have they ever recorded? I mean, really... Oh, go ahead, Francesca. I was gonna say, you know, like if you wanted me to send you, perhaps I could I could get some compilations together. I would be interested to see it. I'm just yes. so curious at the vibe. And yeah. then are the kids? Because here we have that teachers are recording their kids singing it and they're posting it. Have you guys yeah. ever done that? Do you put it on like the school's Instagram or Facebook account or anything like that? Uh, you know what? I, I would have to ask. I'm okay. not sure. I'm not one responsible for that, but he is a big fan of the social media. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me. I do wonder how they choose what songs to do at things like assemblies because <laughs> I realized this was happening maybe a couple of years ago because first I would just hear random kids that my kids knew singing this song. I'm like, how in God's name do you know that? <laughs> right. And then it was the song at the elementary school assembly that all the mm-hmm. kids sang. So you've experienced I've this. I've experienced this, yeah. That's when I realized there was something up. And then it turned out that I, I, I found out that there was some TikTok component to it, too. But for some reason, this thing is like wildfire across yeah. the country. So wild. Yeah. He's got, I mean, his entire office is plastered in stickers as well. And our computers, he passes them out. If you know the lyrics, you get a country road sticker. Oh, really? <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. What, can you shout out the school? <laughs> it is Redling Middle School in St. Charles. There you go. Redling Middle School in St. Mm-hmm. Charles. Country roads, baby. There it is. Take me home. So I feel like we're actually further from understanding why. You know what I mean? We just know it's happening. Well, maybe certain things just happen. It could be. And maybe they've been happening forever, but it just seems like a trend now yeah, because we have the TikTok hashtag yeah. world around us. That's valid. We've got a couple of texts here. Uh, 630, maybe they're just prepping them for college because this song's a staple at every bar. See? Okay. Now, I will say, like, there there is a certain period of time where things are just, like, old and kind of crusty and not cool. And then, like, a whole other generation comes, and they discover that thing. Right. And it's, like, not crusty or old anymore because you never knew it. Right. And I feel like that's happened with this, you know? It we is gotta... a lovely song. It's so chill. It, it is. Very lovely. An 847 texted, my son sang this last year in third grade. I asked him why, and he just said, quote, because it was a country song and offered no more useful information. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. According to Newsweek magazine, which is still a thing, a lot of millennials are taking on what they call grandma and grandpa hobbies. These are things like canning, making jellies and jams and fruits and vegetables and stuff, gardening, composting, baking, knitting. Now a big trend as well. We got a bunch of texts that say a lot of people are knitting because it's big on TikTok. Uh. So, okay, there you go. What a day today is. We got Barry Manilow tickets later. We talked about John Denver. Tomorrow, new Billy Joel. We're talking about knitting. Yes. What's happening? Yeah. Today, brought to you by AARP, the morning mix. <laughs> what is your grandma or grandpa hobby? Good morning, Julia. Good morning. Julia, for the sake of the segment, if I might ask, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay, great. 27. And okay. what's your hobby? Um, gardening. Gardening? Um, Indoor, outdoor, <laughs> yeah. all of it? Like year-round gardening in the Chicago temperature? Um, mostly outdoor, but I live in a high rise, so it makes it challenging. So, um, I have a big planter box on the front of my balcony. I really like to plant out every year. And, um, I have a massive pot where I grow basil, like three to five plants of basil every summer. And then I make pesto with it all year round. Amazing. Mostly summer, but yeah. So what are you planning to grow this summer? Um, not sure yet. I haven't planned it yet. Okay. A lot of planning going into gardening. Okay, so Julia is out here gardening. Alan, good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well, Alan. For the sake of the segment, how old are you? I am 27 years old. 27 years old. And what is your hobby? 
So I have a couple. Um, I do garden, but I mostly like to crochet and do uh, needlepoint. Okay, needlepoint crochet. And now I've seen these things. It's like you, at the end of it, it's sort of like a art piece people would hang in a home or something like that? Uh, yes. Yes. Do you so just... I've done a couple of those. And is it for fun or are you? do you have like an Etsy shop or do you just do it for fun? Well, it started out for fun, but yeah, lately uh, people have been buying stuff from me. So I kind of started my own little Instagram and we'll see about the Etsy down the road. But, hey now. Yeah. Wow. Ellen, the floor is yours. You want to shout out the Instagram? Uh, yes, Ellen's Left Hook. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> Ellen's Left Hook. I am left-handed. <laughs> okay, I like that. What kind of things are you crocheting most often? Is it like images of people's pets or of kids or what is it? So for crochet, I have done a number of things. I have made hats. Um, lately, what I've been doing is like a lot of people, a lot of my friends are having babies. So I have been actually embroidering baby names on sweaters um i see else? you just made one made for jack for jack yeah she's got oh, a beautiful s- on there. <laughs> yeah she's in yeah, the moment Oh my word! I'm having like a big fangirl moment. Oh my word! She even look at her. She even like swears like a grandma. I love this, Ellen. Ellen, I am following you, and so is the morning mix. You are a Betsy. Yeah, oh peaches. I am fiddlesticks, Ellen. So it's Ellen's left hook. You can go see her crochet. It's all on there for you. Go check that out. All right, hey Tyler. Good morning. How are you today? Hello. Hey Tyler. How are you? Good. How are you? Love We're you doing... guys. Oh, thanks, man. Love you right back. How old are you, Tyler? I am 24, a millennial. Okay, 24, a <laughs> millennial. I love these. I know where I stand. What's your <laughs> hobby, Tyler? So every night at 6 o'clock, since COVID started, we watch Wheel of Fortune at 6.30 and Jeopardy at 6. Uh, so we never miss an episode. Let's go. <laughs> that Let's totally... go. That's, that's that, pretty old. That qualifies as grandpa. <laughs> as my dad's favorite activity. So, uh, man, that's wonderful. Are you getting better at it, Tyler? Oh, yeah. Uh, my whole family, we're really good at it now. They keep telling me to audition. So I've been, like, ready to submit my tape, ready to go on. Dude, you got to do it. You got to do it. <sighs> I know. I've been super excited. I've been, like, I, I even filmed it once. I'm just waiting to submit it. So maybe one day I'll be on it. All right. Let's see if you can answer this in the form of a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tyler's favorite show that he listens to every morning from 530 to 10 on 101.9 The Mix. It's What is The Mix? <laughs> Close enough for Jack. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the judges say that's okay. Yeah, that's the right. judges that are giving it to him. Nicely that done, counts. Tyler. Yep. A little bit of war work before the yeah. audition tape. He's all right. There. Yeah. We were looking for what is the morning yes. mix, right. but judges ruling say he can still take the trip yeah. to Bermuda. We're basically <laughs> the mix. Yeah. Yeah. The whole mix. <laughs> and finally. <laughs> Hi, Cassie. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? We're doing very well, Cassie. Now, how old are you? I am 25. Okay. And then that would mean that your twin sister is also 25? <laughs> Yep, our birthday's this Sunday. Oh, hey, happy oh, birthday, birthday twice. Birthday. That's yeah. awesome. Now, what does your sister do as a grandma hobby? She has been crocheting since the eighth grade. <laughs> wow. You sound embarrassed for her. Nope. <laughs> okay. Now, you're not embarrassed nope, because just, she's not just crocheting sounds. for regular schmoes, right? Your sister crochets for celebrities? Yeah, so when she um, got into this hobby, um, she realized she was making dolls, 
and she won a contest to meet Darcy Lynn Farmer, and she shot it. She shouted her work out on Instagram, so she started doing it because she's like, "Oh, I can build followers this way." Wow! So she um, started crocheting this really big project for the Chicago Fire. Went to a filming and uh, passed the dolls on to who is plays Sylvie on the show called Kara Kilmer. Yeah, and she. Um, and she got a shout out from David Eigenberg, I think you pronounce it. Yeah, name. that's right. Yeah, you and got it. The character who plays Maud, she's met Cruz, and she wow. crochets for a couple other celebrities. Now I see a word here. <laughs> uh, for publicity. Has she or has she not crocheted for John Stamos? Yeah, she crocheted a Bob Saget for John Stamos Aww. and drove all the way to Ohio to give it to him. Wow. Well, of that's course, where John cool. Stamos spends a lot of his time. Yeah. <laughs> And also, do I have this right, that she crocheted for the Fonz? Yeah, she crocheted a Fonz for the Fonz. A Fonz for the Fonz? He wanted his own doll? (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. I know that she's worked with some, like, you know, star power, but would she be willing to go to the top of the A-list and crochet Chris, Nikki, Whip, and Violetta of the morning mix? Maybe. Maybe. We'll buy We'll buy the yarn. Yeah, it sounds like. (laughs) It sounds like for a price. (laughs) You buy the yarn, she'll do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. That's like, a lot of people, I'm guys. Ex- I'm not yeah. promising that much I yarn. I don't speak for her. She'll have to make that decision for herself. Well, what's she doing right now? <laughs> Drop it. Pure emotion. He's never fake. Yeah. Guilty pleasure like stepping on her rake. <gasps> he might even make your head shake. Here we go with hot take. All right, for today's hot take, I thought we could do a little hot take rewind and revisit the hot take from the week of September 24th, 2023. Remember what happened then? That's when one Taylor Swift made her first appearance at a Chiefs game against the Bears, by the way. And we expressed thoughts like this at the time. Now, just to be clear, when I'm going to go back in time and revisit the old one, uh, and then when I get back, you'll hear a sound like this. Now we're going back in time. Thank you. Uh, Taylor Swift has broken attendance records. She broke Ticketmaster. She's broken the spirit of many an ex-lover in her music, and she's broken the Internet on several occasions. So what was left? Taylor Swift has now broken the NFL. When Taylor showed up to watch Travis Kelsey and the Super Bowl champion Chiefs destroy the Bears, she and they became the top story in America, not just for today, but certainly the year and possibly the decade. Just her presence in the game in a suite caused players and staff to look up from the sideline and gawk. The pop star has conquered the one area that she had not yet infiltrated pro sports and not just any sport the most popular league in the country taylor and pro football it's a collab right up there with the most powerful combos of all time think chocolate and peanut butter think star wars and disney think batman and superman think hulk hogan and macho man savage as the mega powers like if elvis did a song with jesus then you've got some idea of the power of the taylor swift nfl connection so we said back in september will taylor and travis TNT actually last, or will he just become fodder for an album full of songs about heartbreak and football puns? We don't know, but at least for this shining moment, let's just enjoy this little love story. All right, we're coming back to real time now. Hold Here on. Here we go. Thank you. Now we're back in the present, and we're back. So at the time, you can count us among the people who thought maybe it would only be a short-time little promotional opportunity for both, or maybe even a staged event. 
But I think now, four months out, seems pretty safe to say, although some people are insisting the outcomes of the games might be staged, their love looks to be a very real thing. Because trust me, if this was a scam, Taylor Swift would not be spending her free weekends in places like Baltimore, Buffalo, and of course, Kansas City in the dead of winter. Just trust us on that. Now, despite that, in the ensuing four months, as the story's only gotten bigger, some people have only gotten angrier. At what exactly? I'm still not really sure. For one thing, I gotta tell you, it's all working for the involved parties. Ratings and revenue for the NFL are up. Way up. But some diehard football fans seem to think there's too much Taylor on TV during the Chiefs games. And this drives them bonkers. First of all, she's shown up to see her boyfriend play, the way he went to some of her concerts when he could, and the way that sports spouses and significant others do all the time. And if you think they show her too much, that's not her fault. And if a minute or two max of a singer in a suite in the course of a three and a half hour game really gets you all fired up, sorry, Chuck, I think you just might want to be angry. If you're just sick of it, I can appreciate that. But I stand by the sentiment that instead of attacking it, we should be appreciating it, especially because guess what? Fathers and daughters all over America are saying they have something pretty big in common now that their respective favorite things have come together. It's fun. They want to see her. They like to see her. So if her presence at the game bothers you, you know what? I think you'll live. And then I, I know there's the super weird elephant in the room, too, which I hesitate to bring up, but I know some of you are thinking it. Okay, at least it's the elephant in the social media comments. If you're one of those people who think that Travis and Taylor and the NFL are all part of one big government plot, well, I can't really even be mad at you because, frankly, that just makes me sad. Oh. <laughs> here, here, my man. Love it. Almost a more uh, more like a heartfelt whips I take today. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. From hey. the heart. You know, it's sort of like when they go to a greatest hits album with one new song on it. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of what I just did. There. No, I like that. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> May I ask, uh, your daughter, Taylor yeah. Swift fan, oh, she has, loves this, her. has she been watching the games with you at all or yeah. been of interest? Especially at the beginning. She was excited. Yeah. Like, she was pumped when Taylor would be on the screen at the beginning. I mean, I think she's still interested. It's not like she like makes an appointment to watch yeah. the Chiefs game, but she likes it. At any point, was she cheering for Taylor and you were like, uh, so... Honey, do you want me to explain what a safety is uh, or anything like that? No, I no, knew she okay. wouldn't care about you that. You want to learn about the nickel defense, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. She's like, just listen. I, I, she likes Patrick Mahomes. She likes Travis. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's fun. Uh, testing one, two, one, two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki's sound check on the morning mix. All right, so yes, uh, Billy Joel, new Billy Joel, that is right, wow. happening tomorrow at 6 in the morning. So look for that. We'll have that right away. I know, these Thursday releases, I don't know what's going on, but six I dig it. 6 in the morning. 6 in the morning. Well, that's when he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he's up at 3.30 just because, you know, that's what old people do. I will what tell you, you um, I heard it, his voice, uh, crazy. Angelic. Has, has not changed at all. I mean, there are a lot of artists when they release something after like 15 years, you're like, okay, it's a different key. Right, yeah. A little different. I mean, it's it's really, really amazing. So I'm not going to say that I also stood in Nikki's office and heard sure. her, um, oh, but let's say that I had done that. Uh-huh. I would agree. Also, it sounds like he has an age today. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you hear somebody sing on a, if you hear Piano Man, which is what, 
45 years old, more than right. that? 50. 50? Mm-hmm. And then you hear this. It's like they could be on the same album. Somehow, he sounds the same. I love Guns N' Roses, right? I do. I truly, truly do. When you go see Axl Rose live, ah! it is a very different recording right. sound than it was, Appetite for Destruction November was. But it, yeah, exactly. Ah! Exa- it's like, I don't remember yeah, that at all. I'm sure Billy's had his share of uh, stuff he's done over the years, but I think Axl's done a little more. Yeah. You know, yeah, a little, Billy Joel um, also pops up in the We Are The World uh, doc. Oh, oh, there you go. Smooching on Christy Brinkley. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's again, like he's done some things. He sure has. So, Very yeah, good we'll, things. We'll play that tomorrow. And it's kind of slow. It, it, yeah, it's a classic Billy Joel song. Okay. We've been talking a lot about artists. So, we talk a lot about Billboard. I never totally understand these charts. You know what I mean? Billboard, <laughs> I feel it has like 57 different charts they're right. always talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, this is a big one, though. It's apparently Billboard's Artist 100 chart. Okay. One artist has spent 500 weeks. They just recently achieved this feat. On this chart, I want you guys to guess who it is. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to say Ed Sheeran. Okay. Mm. Whip. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought Nikki was going to guess, but I no. forgot. It's her. <laughs> <laughs> um, 500 straight weeks? 500 can uh, exactly 500 okay. weeks. Straight I mean, weeks. For, for, okay. no, that's almost 10 years. 10, it is right. nearly oh my 10 God. Oh, Look at your math this skills. This is insane. Oh, okay, guys. Uh, I, I Googled it. <laughs> Okay, I, I just feel like I can't guess Taylor Swift because it's too obvious, but I'm going to have to guess Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, take her. Yeah, I, somebody had to take her in the first round. I'm going to go um, Kelly Clarkson. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Nikki checked. I was like, wait, what? Yep, okay. So two of you got the top three. Hey! Wow! Um, Kelly did not make the list, but Dang. she should have. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Grande, 425, so she was in 12. Metallica, number 11 with 427. Chris oh. Stapleton, 431. This is the number of weeks really? on this chart. Okay, number 10. The Weeknd came in ninth place, 446. Jason Aldean, 450 weeks. Imagine Dragons, 455 weeks. Eminem, 464 weeks. Uh, Bieber for 66 weeks. Right. Okay, now we're getting into the top four here. here. here How we many go. weeks, consecutive weeks on the hot, uh, the Artist 100 chart? Uh, Bruno Mars for 78. Okay, there he is. Oh, yeah. Mr. Petlack, you were correct at 493. Ed Sheeran came Thank in you. at third place. Doctor. Nice job. Whip. Number oh. two, Taylor Swift, hey! 496. Oh, Everyone thinks that's the answer. Wow, she's like, number two to something. Like All right, hit it. Let's write, it's in there for you under Soundcheck 500 weeks. Yeah. Here it is. Drake! Yeah. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That I mean, was also crazy that I loaded the sound and still didn't know. Because it just says, like, <laughs> sound check answer. And I was like, what is we this? We did that purposely. You guys nailed that. Uh, Drake? Yeah. yeah. I just because I think all of us are like, Taylor, Taylor, no, Taylor. Drake. Right. So congratulations to Drake. 500 weeks. Artist 100 chart. Um, wow. And then uh, another one not on there, but definitely people talking about Justin Timberlake. So, uh, you know, we talked about we'll, we'll dive a little deeper into his tour. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, so he was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Back to Kelly Clarkson. Well I done. Knew, I saw your paperwork. and I saw Kelly Clarkson. So I was like, that must be <laughs> the answer. Hey. I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, girls got to do what girls got to do. So he was on the Kelly Clarkson show and he's talking about sync, and then hey. everyone starts freaking out. Right. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's the reunion. It's a new song. Whatever. And then the his record label, RCA, was like, whoa, whoa, back this truck up here. Yeah, hold on, not buddy. what he We're said. trying to sell tickets to a tour for just you. Right? Yes. And so what they're saying is, yes, they were in the studio. Yes, they did record together. But it was background vocals for his upcoming album. Oh. 
Whoa. They made him sing. They made NSYNC sing backup vocals for his new album. Well, I'm sure they didn't make them. I think, wow. you know, when they all were doing the Trolls thing, yeah. I think they were recording, and he was like, do you guys want to do this? And and then yeah, they, could... they know what's good for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, again, like... I, I, if there's a, such a thing as an in sync, there's a really no such thing as an in sync without Justin Timberlake, right? But well, why could they not show up on his tour then? But here's what they are saying: if in sync does uh, d- decide to reunite, like have a reunion and record some stuff, it's going to be JC singing half the leads. So it's not like going to be Justin and the boys. Like, no, if yeah, NSYNC they're going to go back to this, the original. They're going to go back to the format. original. Yeah. Right. But he'll be there. Yeah, yeah, he'll okay. be there. That's the key. What but I'm yeah, saying they're just is, saying it won't be yeah. Justin Timberlake and in sync. Exactly. It'll be in sync. And and right yeah. now, like we've talked about, he announced the world tour. Right. Uh, it's the Forget Tomorrow World Tour. Uh, already announced a date here on June 21st. Yeah, that was a Friday, and then just released a Saturday date now, June 22nd. So, Dang. look for that. Um, yeah. Timberlake. Little, little side question. Yeah. Um, has Justin Timberlake's voice in regular interviews always been that high pitched? Like he sounds like a little, like a little mousy. Yeah, I thought it always has. He's always had kind of a higher voice. Really? I thought. Play, can well, you play it again? Can yeah, you pull it up? No, um, I can pull it up again. Hang on, yeah, it. I don't know. He's an alum I, of the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, I mean, yeah part it's of the like kind of like Michael Jackson esque, where he like kind of talks like mousy. I don't I, know. I'm always surprised when they when their when their voices are so low, yeah. and then they sing, they you know, sing so high. The morning mix flash briefing. With Violetta. Kim Kardashian is producing a docu-series about Hollywood legend Elizabeth Taylor. Kim is going to be in the series as well because she's Kim. And because she is the last person that conducted an interview with Taylor um, before she passed away uh, in 2011. So Kim is quoted saying Elizabeth Taylor was unapologetically herself, a fighter. She is proof that you can constantly evolve and change and have different chapters in your life. She paved the way for all of us who come after her with that same blueprint. And very similarly, they both got married a lot of times. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's true. So <laughs> I don't know when that's coming out, but that's just kind of the news circulating right now. We don't have too many details. Next up, occasionally we have that online riddle that breaks through and everybody hears it, talks about it, tries to figure it out. Um, and sometimes it really annoys people that can't figure it out. Um, there is a video going viral right now with millions of views, and the dad feels that way. He kind of loses his head over this. Um, here's the cow riddle that you might have been seeing online. Let's see if you can figure it out. There are 30 cows in the field and 28 chickens. How many didn't? What? Didn't what? That's not even a question. Listen, there are 30 cows in the field, 28 chickens. How many didn't? Oh, yeah. What's the answer? 10? Yes. Think about what he and, said. And you got that? There were 30 cows in the field and 28 chickens. How, okay, yeah. How, how many, many didn't? didn't? It doesn't make sense. How do you get 10 out of that? It, it doesn't make sense. There are 30 cows in a field and 28 chickens. How many didn't? It doesn't make sense. How many didn't what? <laughs> I'm with him. So do you? So I'm gonna break it down. Spoiler right now. Yeah. So so there are 30 cows in a field. 28 chickens. Right. So 20 yeah. of the cows ate chickens. Uh, How many did it? So it's okay. If it was written out, that would be clear. If you're just hearing it. Well, they've tricked no, you at the beginning. I, with I the wrote number. it out and got it wrong. Right. <laughs> I literally well, wrote it out. If it was written out for you, right. you would see eight, eight, 20. Yeah. Eight consumed as opposed to 28. It doesn't make sense. It's a trick. (laughs) Yeah, it's a riddle. Yeah, but it's more than a riddle. It's an actual trick. You're hearing something that it isn't asking you. 
If I'm Chick-fil-A, I'm all over this. Yeah. <laughs> Eat more chicken. Yeah, yeah, right. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And talking about food, Chuck E. Cheese, kind of a riddle, um, and his friends are throwing a party, and they're inviting you. They're having a cookbook that comes out. It's all for all ages. Chuck E. Cheese can't wait to have you see these party recipes. Basically, it's a cookbook with a bunch of kid-friendly and uh, party favorites for the holidays. There's uh, vamples for your next Halloween party. I don't know what that is. There's French toast dippers. Sounds delicious for your next slumber party. A breakfast pizza and something called Ronnie's Unicorn Cake. Ooh, he nice. must be in the band. I don't know, Got Ronnie. Um, the, the cookbook <laughs> comes out on March 19th, but you can pre-order now from anywhere. It's some weird who hangs yeah. out at Chuck E. Cheese. Probably you know, Ronnie over here. 100%. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his own chair. He's been <laughs> banned, actually, but somehow he finds his way back in. And that's your Flash Briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.